Okay, everybody, welcome to Let's Top Nonsense. Okay. Nope. This. Nope. That's not the name of my podcast. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I was reading. What's the name? You know, all positions. Bitch. Okay. <laughs> okay. And one, two, three. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk. I'm leaving that in. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Top Positions. Wait. Nope. <laughs> you ain't even Put the drink down, yet, bitch. Put it down. Okay. All right. If you heard all that scratching. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Let's Talk Positions, okay? Uh, (laughs) The shittiest podcast in the world, but you know, we're here. As always, I am your confused host. I am Kenny. I am here and sober. (laughs) And I'm John, a.k.a. Mitch McConnell's felt struck. Mm, that's probably in poor taste. Say it anyway. No, <laughs> aka Carly Russell's lot. Mm, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that to my sis. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna do that to my sis. AKA an alien in disguise. Your sis is a liar. There we go. Final answer. Your sis is a liar. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. As always, we really, really appreciate it. We love it. We don't understand why you do, but we're glad you do. Before we move into our topics, we got to do our shout out. My shout out today, shout out to the aliens, okay? Because I feel oh, like- Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> I need to shout them out. The aliens got me scared to sleep alone. I live alone here, bitch. Ooh, something he does, what, one day out the week? I don't know. Anyway, so- <laughs> <laughs> The thing you do every day out the week, yes. Oh, What happened? The thing you do every day out the week? I do. I ain't got no man. Per. <laughs> Shout out to the aliens. <laughs> I want them to come and pick a couple of the peoples up, aka Tasha K. You can take her. Uh, well, first. You can. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. There's a few people in line before her. There's a few. She's she's a wretched bitch, but a few people are in line before her. Who? Republicans. Damn near all of them. Well, not William. William mm. is a great Republican. Who the fuck is William? Some girlfriends. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about fictional characters. Now. All right. Let's let's. I'm done interrupting. <laughs> okay. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so shout out to the aliens for well, actually not shout out to them because didn't they crash? So the whole time we thought they were like this super advanced race. The fact that they crashed got me a little nervous. So maybe it's not shout out to them. <laughs> not, not them coming here asking us for help. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you not see how trash this fucking planet is? Don't you, girl, go somewhere else. Can you imagine we thinking they're like intelligent life and they come here talking about some y'all got gas? <laughs> we lost. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a map? No, babe, we all out. We all out. <laughs> anyway. So Kyle, how's your week been, sir? My week has been oddly going well. Oddly? Not oddly. Oddly, it's been going well. Um, I ain't, I ain't got much to say on it. Praise God. <laughs> From whom all oh, Jesus. Okay, John, how's your week? Been? Your 
John, how's you? Kyle's still talking. Oh, I, I heard singing and got distracted. I said, Nam your whole rain gay kill. And that's exactly why I said, John, how's your week doing? How's your week Yeah, doing? I should I should have just spoke. I'm sorry. That was my fault. Don't fucking do me, y'all. Damn. Oh shit. Oh. My week has been great. I've been living. I've been good. Better than last week, bitch. Better than last week. Better Amen. than last week. <laughs> last week was a shit show for all of us. Not Girl, me. that's not even go let's not go back there. Not me. Let's keep it was my clone. It wasn't me. It was my clone. I took a, a week long nap. I don't remember a damn thing about last week. Anyway. So, before we move into our new topic, we have to do our final positions. And, well, the first one isn't really final position. It's a little feedback that just made me feel good. So, for those of you who have already listened, and if you have not listened, fuck you. But for those of you who already listened, last week the episode was about, like, games, board games, video games, phone games, stuff like that, or whatever. And we had a comment from someone that said it was one of the most hilarious episodes we've ever done and they said it's amazing because you guys were not even drinking which we really weren't we were just sleep deprived we were depressed uh (laughs) (laughs) did we figure out our winning formula we need to not sleep and not be happy and apparently those (laughs) (laughs) those are the best episodes apparently but yeah so Thank you for that because it was, you know, I listen. I had to listen to the episode myself because, to be very honest, last week is a blur. I remember recording the podcast. I remember talking about games, but I don't like I, that's all I got. That's all I got. So I actually had to stop, sit down, and listen all the way through to the podcast. And I just want to say that John and Kyle, oh my God, they can no longer say Kenny is going to hell. They are going to be sitting right there. Anyway, Next to you. Uh, I'm going to create my own little pocket dimension and I'm going to just go there. Huh. That sounds healthy. I'm going to retire there. That sounds healthy. Psychotic. It will. Okay. Anyway, so the second final position before we move on, since we were talking Uh, about... Yes. I just want to say before you move on, um, I just want to comment on something you said during the first final position. You said... Because you didn't remember what we said, you actually had to go back and listen to the podcast. So are you saying that you don't normally go back and no, listen to No, bitch, I the listen, podcast? but I'm saying I listen to this one. When I usually go back and listen, I literally <laughs> go back to listen and laugh because I always catch the foolishness. You know, you know, it's really about me. So I always remember my foolishness. But then when, oh, I, listen, fuck you. when I listen to the podcast, I catch y'all's foolishness. That's why I said after listening to the podcast, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be on the train going down by myself. (laughs) Not only will you guys be with me, you will have first class tickets with me. Okay? As a matter of fact, y'all might see what's coming up before I do because y'all might be close to the front of the train. Anyway, so yes. So the second final position, since we did talk about games, there is a game, well, two games that I cannot believe, you know, me as somebody who especially grew up playing games did not mention is considering I'm an X-Men fan. X-Men Legends 1 and 2 are some of the most legendary games ever created. I mean, even if you did not play them, you at least heard of like, okay, X-Men Legends. Shout out to Storm, 
bad bitch in every form. Shout out to Jean, who was not a weak bitch in the game. Like, Jean actually packed the punch. She was my second in command on the team. You know what I mean? Shout out to Rogue. They let my girl use her full super street, sucking the life, flying. Like, shout out to her. And then the fourth person on my team, I want to believe, was Magma. And those of you listening to this podcast know I'm gay, so I don't know why. You know, I hope y'all not surprised that all of the women on my team were, you know, females. So, yes. Um, all the women on your team were females. Well, you know, we'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say something very inappropriate, but we'll get to that later. It's I was going to say tip, tip, tipping on transphobia. So. <laughs> I'm not transphobic. I love the girls. I know you're not, girl. I'm giving you an opportunity to save yourself, I'm sis. Saying, I love the My name ain't Tasha K. My name ain't just not hilarious. Like... Yeah. Anyway, so that's all for final positions. But thank you guys, honestly, for listening and enjoying us while we literally recorded an episode in the midst of a bout of depression. Thank you for laughing at our pain. Okay. All right. So I am going to take us into Let's Talk Nonsense. So flat, but okay. Coming out of last hater. Coming out of last week and going into this week. We are going to play a small game for Let's Top Nonsense called Black Card Revoke. We're going to do three rounds. Kenny and Kyle are going to compete against each other since I have the questions. And honestly, I'm too competitive and I'd rather just not play. So, yeah, let's start this game of Black Card Revoke. For those that don't know, Black Card Revoke, it asks you questions about Black culture, things that most Black people in the culture would know. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much all it is to it. Honestly, this will determine who is the better dick sucker between the two of you, the winner. <laughs> so, anyway. Excuse me? Well, yeah, absolutely. I'm a virgin. So, I'm a virgin, so. First question is simple. First one to call it out the answer gets the point. If young Metro don't trust you, what might future do? Excuse me? If young Metro don't trust you, what might future do? Is this some new age? This you on a track? Oh, my God. No, Kyle, what did you say? No, both of you got... This you on a track? Kenny? I wish I would. Child, get that one to Kyle. Are you guys fucking serious? What is what is if what your are you, don't what are you even saying to me? If mm, your I... metro don't trust you, I'm a that's not even English, bitch. Gone somewhere. <laughs> Girl, what the fuck? <laughs> Y'all don't know this? <laughs> Not the ratchet shit, no. If your metro don't trust you, I'ma shoot you. Am I a bird? What's going on? Yes, you are. I've been trying to tell you this since I met you, but for some odd reason, you will not listen to me. Okay, Good new rant. question. God damn it. What's the answer? He gonna shoot you. He gonna shoot you. Oh, I thought you were just joking. This is violent. No, girl. Who is this? That was... Okay. Who sings... Uh, let me find a different... Let me find a different question. I don't even know who sings this foolishness. Okay. New question. What might mama say you need in this question is worded weird. What might your mama say you need in order to get some McDonald's? McDonald's, McDonald's money. Cow said it first. Point to Cow. I thank you. I mistrial. No. Nope. Sorry. Mistrial there. Objection. <laughs> Hung jury, some shit. I don't know. Who was slash is Oprah Winfrey's best friend? Okay, best friend is doing a lot in this sentence, but it's Gail. Yeah. Gail so, King. So Kyle got it because he said it before you did. I mean, okay. I'll let... Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so even though Kyle's already won, I'm going to do another question for you guys. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> I feel like this is rigged. Okay. According to the artist formerly known as Kanye West. I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus. Who doesn't have the answers? Sway. Go off, Kenny. You finally got a point that doesn't count. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, this, this is why I attack them. See how they attack me first? But it's coming. I'm ready. All right. So that's it for Let's Top Nonsense. Quick little game because we have a very important subject that we want to talk about today. So Kyle, take it away from here, from me, from here, from me. Uh, <laughs> this is who we let lead the game. Okay. <laughs> all right. Kenny, you ain't even a nigga me. at this point. What you doing? <laughs> Don't talk to me like that. I feel oppressed by this not black person. Okay, let his ass know, John. But let's get down to the nitty gritty. Ooh, wait till you start this topic. Okay, I'm ready. To our listeners, this spiel may be a little long. It's about racism. The disclaimer and trigger warning is we are not the smartest people in the subjects of African American studies or the history of slavery in the U.S. or the world, in fact. What we can do is have a discussion based on the facts the world has and have questions and thoughts on that. Growing up in this world, the black people have always had strikes against them. We've been known as lazy, welfare-needing degenerates, or monkeys, as people so frequently call us. Monkeys? Yeah, porch monkeys. I I, I just wasn't expecting you to use the word monkey today, but okay. Like, here we go. Oh, yeah. I'm getting into it. Even though being lazy and needing welfare or assistance is something not only the black demographic needs, since the beginning of slavery in 1526, black people have been whipped, maimed, raped, lynched, and broken. We were used day in and day out in horrid weather conditions to work plantations for white masters and get tortured and have our religions and faith stripped from us since the very moments we were sold. Slavery lasted almost 400 years, and we were released in June 19, 1865, due to the 13th Amendment, which was passed by Congress on January 31st, 1865. But it wasn't. Uh, it was ratified in December 6, 1865. This may be considered a harsh way to think about it, but our ancestors surviving shows the strength and perseverance in our blood. Black people growing up at the end of slavery and after learn how to read, write, and later invent everyday things that we use to get by, they were just modified. Five inventors and the inventions that they made that help our everyday life succeed is Frederick McKinley Jones, created the refrigeration equipment in the early 1930s. Garrett Morgan created the street light in 1922. Mary Beatrice Davidson created the seatbelt and it was patented in 1957. The White House was created in October of 1792 and then rebuilt after a fire from British troops in 1817. Mary Van Britton Brown created the first ever home security system, you know, the ones that, you know, everybody loves to say we destroying property on, in 1966. Trickle down to recent news, Black people are still to this day being lynched, shot at, and being laughed at. You would have thought that the Civil Rights Movement in 1968 stopped all of that, but it didn't. We recently had a young boy in me and Kenny's home state but in Baldwin, Louisiana, being lynched 
in 2020 after being drowned as well. We had a Yale physician catching white doctors laughing at a black GSW victim in the hospital while he was currently a patient. Now Dr. Amanda Calhoun is suggesting mandatory body cameras. Black people have given so much and been so kind and it blows up in our faces when the fact of the matter is we just want to be left alone. Now, I would personally like to say we were owed 40 acres and a mule. Do you know how much shit we could do with 40 acres and a mule? I have no clue what that translates to in current currency. It's 30 football fields. It's like $6.4 million. Oh, I could do a lot with that in current currency. Bitch, think about running up and down 30 football Stop. fields and all that is your family shit. Stop. <laughs> I was with you. And you said run. Okay. <laughs> I might do a brisk walk. But as far as running, it's a no. But I agree with the sentiment. I see where we're going here. So how much is the mule worth out of that $6.4 million? Bitch, I ain't even researched. <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at the land, bitch. Think about how many houses. If they gave the me 40 acres and a mule, and I'm over there at the mule USD currency exchange, I feel like they would jack me because I wouldn't know how much the mule was worth. <laughs> <laughs> Like, sir, why, why did you, what is it? Six, what, six point what million? Six point four. four. They give me six point four million and they give me 25 cents for a, a meal. I'm going to be hot. I, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> but no, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm here for it. Power to the people, you know. Honestly, I am team, um, oh God, not restorations. What's the R word that we, we be fighting for? Reparations. Reparations. There we go, girl. <laughs> you fighting for your reparations? <laughs> I am team reparations. You no, that was that word funny. Out. I literally just forgot the word. I literally forgot the word. Okay. He's fighting for the word. Okay. <laughs> but tell me something. Can you guys recall the first time someone was racist to you? Uh-huh. Can you go first? Austin Honeycutt, fifth grade, on the playground. He didn't say nigga. He, like, he didn't say the N-word. We were on the playground, and he said we was it was like a special day. I don't forget it was like a special occasion, so it wasn't like a normal like we were in fifth grade, so it wasn't like a normal recess. It was like an extended recess, like the, instead of like like shifts. You know how they get recess, like maybe second and third go together, fourth and fifth. They had like the whole school was on recess, and they had like a bouncy house, trampolines, they had food, they had animals, things like that. So it was like a special thing. I can't remember what it was for, but it was something special going to school, and it's the South, okay. And so at the school, we didn't have like a little watermelon slices from Walmart. No, they, they went and got actual watermelon. They sliced them up and they were giving them out to us, you know, running around and things of that nature. I'll never forget. It was me and a couple other people in our neighborhood. We were all like, kind of like walking up to the thingy. And he was like, I bet y'all going to get like a couple pieces of watermelon because we know how you people are. And it was. Oh, but, it, you know, the watermelon thing wasn't funny. What happened after was funny because. I'll never forget. His name is Anthony, but we called him Peanut growing up. And Peanut grabbed the watermelon and mushed the fuck out of Austin with the watermelon. He was like, here, try it, bitch. And I just thought it was strange. Like, I was in fifth grade, so it wasn't hitting yet, you know? So I was just like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, yeah, I like watermelon. Like, you know, yeah, it hurt my feelings. But 
you know, looking back now, it's like, oh, okay. I see what you were doing there. I see what you were doing there. Mind you, for those who don't know, yes, grew up in Louisiana, in the South. So, you know, casual racism, casual ignorance was just the norm, especially going to school. The racial yeah. jokes, especially going to school, were, I mean, it was like just normal. And so, not saying it's right, but it was just normal to go to school. And especially if it's like a friend group where it was mixed, like I wasn't like the more, I hate to use this word, but the more like straight masculine boys, you know, they'd be hanging around each other saying stuff and, you know, they would be letting the white boys say nigga. And I was just like, why ain't comfortable with that? You know, and the first time I heard one of the white boys in their friend group say the word, I was just like, fuck you doing? But I was not in that friend group. I was just like on the periphery. I was on the, I was on right, like on the outside. Cause I didn't really, I was friends with the black guys, but by default, the white guys were around. Does that make sense? So yeah, that's the first yeah. time I can recall any kind of racial undertones or racial experience or anything. Gotcha. And you, John? So mine is hard to recall because I, Grew up here in PG County, you know, a predominantly black county. So white people were in the minority. At least when I grew up, white people were in the minority, but they seem to be taking their land back now. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm, I can, okay, I'm not going to go there. But, because you almost did. So I will say the one experience I can think about is when my mom, she was taking classes at a community college after work. And so days when the babysitter couldn't keep us late, we would just go with her and sit in the hallway while she was in class. There was this white lady who was on crutches. And I remember that me, my mom, my sister, we were on the elevator. And so my mom saw her coming up and she, you know, held the door for her. And she looked up and saw us and was just like, I think I'm going to take the steps. So, oh, you know, yeah, she just didn't want to get in the elevator because for seemingly no other reason that we were black. So... I hope you tripped up them stairs. I okay. My mom literally said the same thing. She is a Christian woman, but <laughs> but that's the first time I can recall like a racism happening to me. To me directly, not my mom. I guess another instance I can recall, probably not the first time, is when I went to this bar called Green Lantern with one of my friends, okay. and one of the white patrons came up to me as he saw me talking to my other black friend, and. You know, me, I'm very animated when I talk, very, you know, gay when I talk. Mm-hmm. He pointed at me and said, Billy Porter. <laughs> and the way... <laughs> you said what? Not only was I was like, wow, this is a racism. The way I was offended because you compared me to Billy Porter. <laughs> my friend had to stop me from beating his ass. Oh, my God. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, John. So that was, you know, a racism that happened directly to me. Yeah. Okay. Racism. Okay, well, my time, it was, I was in the store, and I was a kid. Honestly, I had got a check, and it was to be cashed at this store called Ragusa's in the South. And so... I was underage, you know, they was writing me out a personal check for cleaning up the yard and things like that. And I went to, you know, cash the check there because, you know, it was like three blocks from the house. And I was like, I speak to these people day in, day out, you know, this and that. 
So they charged three dollars to cash, you know, any personal checks or anything under like three hundred dollars. They kept my cents. It was like maybe I want to say one hundred eighty-seven dollars and like fifty-eight cents. And I wasn't like it wasn't clicking to me that you know they overcharged and they keeping the cents until my mama, you know, she looked at it before she walked in. And I was like, they charged me like three dollars and something, and. She had walked in there behind me, and she was like, y'all trying to steal from my baby? And she was like, you know, uh, give him his damn change back. Y'all took the $3. Why the hell y'all trying to, you know, overcharge him for cashing a personal check? And they gave it up to her, you know, they was trying to say something. She's like, no, don't say shit to me. Don't say shit to him. Give him his change. And I was like, oh, okay. And she was like, you know, they racist as fuck. You know, we're not coming here no more, but she was like, next time, get your change. And I was like, yes, ma'am. And I was just, you know, I was kind of shook because I was like, I don't know why they did it in the first place, but, you know, okay. Okay. Well. Welcome to the South. Okay. Okay, they do it to the kids. Shit. (laughs) 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 All right. We'll move this along. Why do you think white people don't like us? I don't think white people, well, obviously they don't like us, but I don't think there's a specific reason. I honestly think it's more fear-based. I think they are concerned that we are going to do to them what they did to us. And so they put all these systems in place to make sure that does not happen. Because they deserve, you know, Based on, you know, slavery, Jim Crow, all this stuff from back then up until now in this country and America, I'm speaking about American racism. They know that they deserve a lot worse than what they have gotten, and they are trying their best to make sure they don't get what they deserve. That is my opinion on why white people don't like us. I don't think it's an issue of like. I think it's fear. Because I also think they admire us. Black culture is fucking lit. Like, being black is fucking lit. So, Mm -hmm. like, I think they wish they could be part of the culture, be part, have culture. Fuck it. So... They admire us and they hate that they can't have what we have, this litness, this color of our skin, this swag, so much damn swag to quote Queen Beyonce. So, yeah, that's my answer. I think the dislike comes from jealousy and fear. Jealousy and fear. Gotcha, gotcha. And what about you, Kay? Well, I would just like to say, I'm assuming when we're speaking here, we're talking about like the the racist why? Because I do not believe all Caucasian people are racist. Shout out to my boo, Julie. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to assume we're talking about the, you know, just the racist specifically. And if we are, I'm just going to piggyback on what John said. Because, I mean, and this is just, I you know, with just humanity in general, humanity has always feared what they don't know. And the first reaction is to beat it kill it stomp it out make it submissive and if you can't do that to it then separate it and there are just different instances of that it's not just race i mean think about it you know women were considered lower class less than and what do they do okay make them submissive you know and then it can go down to like sicknesses and things like when hiv and aids and the epidemic started in what the 80s you know mm-hmm they be like, well, cut off all the gays, even though every, you know, gay person didn't have it. And also it wasn't a gay disease. 
they didn't understand it. So instead of taking time to learn, it was like, let's make a general blanket statement. It's a gay person's disease. Cut them all off, you know. I remember watching a thing and they kind of compared slavery and they said how even though they, like John said, saw us as less than and and unintelligent, but they still admired. They admired the body and the threshold for pain and the tendency to keep going and overcome. You know what I mean? So for me, I would agree with John. It's mostly jealousy. It's mostly jealousy because think about it. A lot of what you mentioned earlier, a lot of inventions, a lot of firsts came from non-white people because we've had a lot of firsts from black people. We've had a lot of firsts from Asian people. We've had a lot of firsts you know, from Indian people, you know, and, and this, and like I say, this is not all white people, but I feel like a lot of it is rooted in fear and jealousy. Like, oh, you know, I, your hair is so, what they call it, interesting. You know how they be like, your hair is interesting. Exotic. My hair can't do that. Or they see a black person and the black person may have just a little lighter skin than the other black people they're standing with. Oh, what do you mix with? Nothing, girl. And you know, and then when you hit them with the facts, what do you mix with? Oh, well, your ancestors beat and raped mine. So I guess that's what I mix with. Then they all of a sudden, I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, it's about race. No, bitch, we're telling the truth. Your ancestors beat and raped mine. That's why the skin is a little lighter than one of my cousins or something. You know what I mean? So, right. yeah, fear. You know how they say there's like two things at the, the core of all like major issues, like wars and killing. It's fear and it's money. Fear and money. If you can get money out of it, we're going to start a war. If there's no money out of it, but you feel like so-and-so could possibly do better or overthrow me, I'm afraid. So let's kill it. Let's beat it. Let's make it submissive. So yeah, that's my answer. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, we all know that races are taught to hate, but how do you feel when our grandparents and mothers teach us not to trust them? Is it merely, uh, is it just as bad or just hindsight? I think it's experience to be honest. Oh, I'm sorry, John. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say I agree. I think experience as well. Mm-hmm. Just because, I mean, think about it. If we're dealing with what we're dealing with now, right? So I was born in 1990, right? Think about the people who were born no. in the 80s, the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, the 40s, the 30s. You know, now, is everything perfect? No. But think about now versus when your grandparents were 12 years old, right? Or when your great-grandparents right. were 10 years old. And, you know, some people have great grandparents now who are alive who can remember, you know, the 30s and the 20s and, you know, what they had to, you know, go through. Not being able to vote. You probably can read and write, but when they did the census, they just put on their Negro. Read, no, write, no. And the black person's like, no, I can read and write. Uh, No, no, you can't. Anyway, bye. You know, so I don't think it's, I think it's just from experience, how they grew up. And so they just learned through experience like i don't trust you because they may have trusted a white person and bam they've lost their house just saying things have happened you know so yeah right and keep in mind listeners that the civil rights movement was successful by 1968 all this shit is still fresh like grandparents who were born in like what the 90s and the the i mean shit the 1920s and the 1930s who are still living live through that Mm -hmm. like people spitting on them saying they don't have nigger pie 
they have to go somewhere else. Not the movie. I, I know, right, bitch. I got it from life, but still, it applies. They had dogs sicked on them and fucking hoses and just, I can't imagine that shit. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that. <sighs> nah. We know the racist people love them some black dick ass and vagina. Oh, we're going there. Okay. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Why do you think? <laughs> Is it because it's that good? <laughs> Go away. Go away. <laughs> Go ahead, uh, John. You answer that first. <laughs> <sighs> Why do black people... Why do... Well, not black people. Jesus Christ, we're good. Why do white people... Like... I don't know. I think it's just fetishization. They don't... White people don't really, and of course, as Kenny mentioned earlier, not all white people, though, you know, if you're offended by this, I hate dog collars. But I think they, a lot don't even view us as human. They don't view us on the same level. So, you know, that's where the term of, oh, they're so exotic, and it becomes an exotic fantasy, and we become fetishized. So I think that's what it is for them, a fantasy, a thrill, something to check off the bucket list. For the most part, of course, there are interracial couples and there are interracial couples that are in love with each other for, you know, who each other are. Right. But shout like, out to the loving family. Yeah. Shout out to good Miss. There's a word. I'm, I don't know that word right now either. I don't want to say the wrong <laughs> one. <laughs> but yes, I, um, I think that, you know, I think for the most part, though, like, because, you know, you have the white people that be dating black people but still be racist like i just read a story online the other day about this woman who was talking about how she was in a long-term relationship with her white partner and one day they got into a really bad argument and he just called her a nigger Uh and you know as she was like she was confused she's like where did that come from that never happened so it's like you still view her as less than you but you're choosing to be in relationship with her i don't i think this question is really nuanced and it's really hard to answer why but i would say for me the thrill of the exoticness of the black skin you know the black of the berry the sweet of the juice mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna agree before i say that though, i would like to just audience comment said it is not just white chef look out for there are asians hispanics and others who have a lot of anti-blackness but white people did the worst i have to agree i hate talking about it but it's a lot of it's you ever see on the internet where you know, you may tell a person, a Hispanic person, like, oh, you know, there's some black or something, you, and they just get offended. Like, they just get, like, like you could call them the worst slur in the world. And it's like, I always tell people, when people say, oh, you know, we went through this, we went through that, every culture, every race has gone through, well, except white, has gone through some sort of prejudice, enslavement or something, but it is unequivocally the black race who has suffered terribly like people keep saying slavery was 400 years and so i was like well you show me uh, where another race was enslaved you know like 400 years and the fact that an asian person or hispanic person would get offended from being associated with black people even tells you that they see sometimes us as less than i'll never forget a video that went viral this black guy was dating this asian girl in college she finally introduced her boyfriend to her parents. And the first thing her father said was, go back to where you came from. My daughter won't be dating a nigger. And I was just like, dude, you're Asian. (laughs) 
Right. Some years ago, America wasn't feeling you either. So it's always like, as long as I can feel better than that person, right? So if I'm above you, then I know I'm not truly at the bottom. It's kind of like, if you ever seen my girl, I think her name was what, Jane? The older lady who does like the lessons and experiments on race when she had... So Dr. Jane. Huh? Dr. Jane? Yeah, I think that's her. Who When she did the experiment, okay, yeah. like, oh, people with blue eyes are smarter than people with brown eyes. And then they start to believe it. You see how quickly it became like a thing? And uh-huh. the girl got upset and she walked out the class and Jane was like, you see how you were able to walk out of this space and you're just white again. You're accepted. Black people can't do that. Like you walk out of this building, you still black. When I wake up tomorrow, I'm still black. So I agree with John. It's a very nuanced answer. It's hard to say it. You'd like to really answer it. It is for some people a fetish, which is why, you know, when we did our kink episode, I was like, do your kink, but one thing that would just never be okay with me is race play. Like, it, it, will, just, yeah. it will never yeah. fly with me. Like, I don't get turned on. If some sort of porn comes across Twitter and it even looks like it's a fetish type situation, I'll be reporting it. I'm going to full Karen mode. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I do not want to see it. Absolutely not. No. But yes, that's my spiel on that. Okay. Well, tell me something. How do you guys think you would have been if you were slaves? Dead. 100% dead. <laughs> and not even because talking back, honestly, just because I'm like, you want me to pick cotton all day in this hot s- girl? I'm like, just kill me. I'll just do it now. Because I'm not, I'm, like, I'm not doing this. If you're talking about slavery with this mouth, I wouldn't even made it into slavery. Like, the moment <laughs> they were coming to get me, I know me, and I wouldn't have made it. I'm like, girl, fuck you. Bam. Like, Okay, just think about you not even back then speaking English. You just going out. Okay, I would have threw a piece of wood at him or something. I'm not getting out. No, no, no. But I will say something. I want to address this because I actually get very upset when I see this type of stuff. Right? When I see people with shirts and quotes and signs and keychains and things say that we are not our ancestors, like we'll fight you. I'm like that is so disrespectful because. It is impossible to put yourself in that place to be like, oh, I'm not my ancestors. So are you saying your ancestors were weak? Somebody in your bloodline fought and survived for your ass to be here. So it does bother me when I see people be like, we are not our ancestors. We'll fight you. Were there not revolutions during slavery? Were there not people fighting back? Were there not people being killed? Were there not people dying so their families wouldn't suffer? Were there not men who stayed behind to, you know, fight a horde of dogs because they want their wife and kids to get across to the North? You know what I mean? So that kind of does something to me. Every time I see somebody like, be like, I'm not my ancestors. Well, girl, thank God. Cause if your ancestors had to depend on you, they'd be dead. Okay. Cause a lot of people, I think they take for granted like, you hear about slavery, you see slavery movies, and, and we always have said it. Like, you see a slavery movie, and you be like, couldn't have been me. They would have shot me, or they would have hung me, or something like that. But in real life, real talk, like, I'm grateful to my ancestors because I know they had to go through unimaginable hell just for me to be able to sit here on a podcast to talk my shit. So, yeah, every time I see that phrase, I'd be like, girl, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to see that. I don't want to, yeah. I just had to get that out because that does bother me every time I see it. All right. 
How long do y'all think it will be before the cycle ends? When the earth blows up. You think racism will survive past the next few hundred years? I don't like to say it, but I think as long as there is breath in at least one racist person's body, racism is going to keep going. Because think about it. Slavery is over, correct, yes. Well, modern slavery. Well, 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 what we know is slavery. There's other forms of slavery still going on. And as long as at least one person in that family has that mindset and they can teach the next generation to be racist, it's going to keep going. Because if you think about it, as kids, children don't give a damn about your color. Like, if you go to the daycare or the kindergarten or something, them kids be out there minding their business, running around playing, blah, 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 blah. But as you get older, the older you get, I feel like the older people get, the more jaded they become, right? And right. it's unfortunate, but it's like life makes you jaded. And then add in life already whooping your ass. But then let's say you have this ignorant ass relative who, who has raised you. And so all you know is you start to regurgitate what they say, what they think. Now, there are some that can break away and start to think for themselves and stuff like that. But if you think about it, a lot of this is taught. Racism is taught. Nobody wakes up and just be like, I think I'm going to start hating black people today. You know what I mean? You have to get it from somewhere. So, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Same thing with any other race, really. Okay, one thing that I've always thought... And, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I think that they should do away with the Constitution or do a mass change to include us in it, to protect us the way they would have been protected since, 19, since 1776. Would you like to respond to that one, John? Which multiverse do you live in, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you I think know they're going to protect us happened. and give us power Cause to be on the same level as them? Exactly. That's not me. Girl, I mean, it's a nice... I like the thought, the sentiment, the intention behind it, but I just don't see that being realistic. And that, for me, that even goes beyond race, to be honest. Like, not only is it a racial thing, I also think in terms of, like, financially... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm Because, I mean, there are people who... I mean, in a perfect world, right, we let the people that do what they say they're going to do. Oh, you know, get rid of the student debt. And we're going to raise, you know, everybody in America will have a, you know, livable wage. And, you know, we want to feed all the homeless. And we want to stop wars. And we want to, you know, all that stuff. In a perfect world, that is possible. Unfortunately, humanity, not just white but humanity is just flawed, in my opinion. And so we, as long as there's somebody thinking opposite or moving sneakily, then there will always be room for like evil to make its way through. Gotcha. So when you say change the constitution, there are people that say that actually, believe it or not. Like the constitution is supposed to protect us all. However, it's the people. It's not the paper. It's the people. Right. Like, for example, the Supreme Court, all this stuff that became like historic. Right. And then all of a sudden you wake up one day and women's reproductive rights are under attack and gay marriage is under attack and Roe versus Wade. Like all this stuff is happening. And it's like it's because the people at the top, most of the people at the top think differently. I won't say they. Y'all say they think wrong because I don't think you should be. 
I mean, all this stuff that we're fighting for now, it's like crazy to think that we are now in 2023 talking about Roe versus Wade. I'm just, I am that, I would never believe it. (laughs) I see, that's what brings me to my next idea. Well, next question. Do you think that we may have another civil rights movement in our time? I think we're currently in it. I would say that, yeah. I was going to say that. I think we're currently in it. I think it's it's now been rebranded to the Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. at least for Black people and Black issues. But I think we're currently in it, and I think Gen Z is leading the fight at this point. I actually got hope. I have hope for them. I do. I I do. Yeah, I do. I have hope for the kids. I love that a lot of them are not afraid to speak their minds. They're not afraid. I mean, if you would have seen, do you remember these past few months? All these high school kids have been walking out of school and striking because you go to school one day and your textbook says, oh, racism wasn't that bad. There were some good things. They had houses. They had a roof. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a lot of these kids have been walking out of school. A lot of these kids are, I mean, look how many of these kids fought just to be able to take their same sex partner to prom. And you know what I mean? So I am very proud of this up and coming generation because I know that Listen, as just me growing up in the South, me being terrified to come out was one thing. I could not imagine getting up and walking out my school and protesting because my boyfriend can't take me to prom. Like, that is terrifying to teenage me. And so I agree with John. I am rooting for them. Not just them, but just, you know, everybody in general. (sighs) Because, I mean, they'll never be changed without some sort of conflict, some sort of pushback, some sort of fight. So I'm proud of everybody who strikes or who protests, who goes out and marches or does whatever they can. Even the people that maybe can't physically be other people that donate because, you know, they hit a word strike and you think, oh, they're just out there with signs. No, that takes money. You know, protesting takes money. You know, organizing, getting, you know, people where they need to be on time for as long as they need to be there. All that takes money. So even if you're not physically out there, I still appreciate the people who take time to donate their hard-earned cash as well. So, you know, I have hope. I am not as, I'm a little jaded, but I'm not as jaded as we <laughs> So I do have hope. I do feel like there's time for change. And I know like, shout out to my nephew, Damien. I think of him. I think of my niece, Naya, they are some of the most intelligent people, and none of them, neither one of them are adults. They are some of the most intelligent people I've ever met in my life. And if people like them are coming up and getting ready to be voting members and people who can change the world, then I'm hopeful. I might be a little older once it happens, but I'm hopeful that it will happen. All right, everybody. Very good answers. I appreciate everything. Do you guys have any questions? I think I'm good. I think we should definitely try to come back to this topic in the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe address some different questions because this is a loaded, heavy topic. And we only have an hour a week. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. That's all the topics for today. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can find our podcast posts and links on IG and Twitter at at positions pod or email us at let's talk positions podcast at gmail.com hit us up and let us know if you enjoyed the show or if you have some questions on our topics also if you would like to leave us a review or rating on apple podcast iHeartRadio, and spotify it would be greatly appreciated also do not forget about our reality tv podcast reality based positions dropping every friday my name is kyle i'm kenny And I'm in my own black parade.
Yay. <laughs> Enjoy. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.